If your prospect starts to get triggered, you're going to hear a change in their tone. Tonality works both ways. Once you train your ear to listen to the prospect's tone, you'll start to see, wait a minute, there's something that's off. They went from being super neutral, sharing a bunch of information, to now they're starting to close off. And you can catch the close before they shut down completely so that you can rework the situation. You can reframe the conversation by asking them different questions. And you can, from there, start a conversation. Welcome back. I am so grateful for that you are here. Today, let's talk a little bit about why is it so important to use a conscious tone. And I'm going to be honest and a little vulnerable, a lot vulnerable. I thought I had great tone. I thought I was like the shiz nizzle of sales because I sold a bunch of knives and I won a bunch of awards. When I got into real estate like 10 years ago, I was crushing it. I was the number one person in my small brokerage, right? People were calling me, hey, we want you to join our company. I just, man, I walked around acting like my shiz don't stink and I thought I was great. And then I hired my first sales coach and he was okay with his tone, but he was better than I was. And he started teaching me things, right? He started to help me with things. We started role-playing on our coaching calls together. And what I realized was my tone was off, right? I realized my tone was off. And then I hired another sales coach and he said, your cadence was off. You're talking too fast. And then I hired another sales coach, right? He said, your tone's okay, but you're so excited when you call me. He's like, have you ever had somebody excited call you? And I'm like, yeah, it's weird. He's like, why are you being weird with people? I don't know. He's like, Warren Buffett's number one rule is don't lose money. He's like, my number one rule for you is don't be a weirdo. I was like, oh, okay, bro. Don't be a weirdo. Like, don't be a weirdo, Vic. He's like, don't like, what are you so excited to call these people about? I don't know. He's like, for them to hang up on you. I'm like, for them to give you an objection and tell you to call them back because they're busy. I'm like, oh my God, wow. And many, many, many sales trainers later, I realized many things. And what I realized is that the way we open up a call will either bring up the walls of resistance or they'll bring down the walls of resistance. Let's see kind of how the average salesperson makes a phone call, right? You got to get all pumped up, got to get your mojo going, right? And I believe that's important, right? You got to be in the right state. It's very important to be in the right state. But you get all fired up, like you're going Tony Robbins on stage, rah, 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 in front of 10,000 people, and you make that phone call. Hey, Mrs. Jones, what's up? How do you think she reacts? Put in the comments. How do you think she reacts? Yeah, she probably looks kind of freaked out because when you call your friends, you don't go like, yo, what's up? Unless you want to get a weird reaction out of them. Right? Think about it. When you call your friends and you're super fired up, like when I call my boy Cody or Sharon and I'm super fired up, they're like, yo, whoa, what's up, man? It's weird. Or they're like, dude, are you okay? Like you're a little overly excited than normal. It's weird. People don't talk like that. When we make sales call, we want to learn to be conversational with our tone. We want to learn how to use our tone to allow the prospect to feel comfortable, right? We don't need to build rapport right out the gate with the prospect. You, you've been lied to. Find the commonalities. Talk about their trip. Talk about their kids. Well, that's all fine and dandy, 
once the prospect is engaged with you and you guys are in the transaction, then of course it's important for you to find out about their lifestyle, the things they enjoy. And that makes sense. But when you're doing a follow-up call, right? Because a lot of people right now that come to me, right? A lot of agents that come to me right now for help, they're having a problem booking calls, right? Booking appointments. They're having 50, 75, 100, 200, 300, 400 conversations, and they're booking one or two appointments. Super low, right? Super low. And sales isn't a numbers game. The numbers give you data that you can use to then make yourself better, right? So when people say sales is a numbers game, that's just because they don't know what else to say. Sales is a data game, right? You have a baseline, but if you're at the baseline for five years, that means you didn't get any better, right? That means you're not improving. You need to always be improving, right? ABI, always be improving. ABI, always be improving. So your number, right? Let's say right now it takes you, you know, 50 conversations to make a sale. Well, do you want to make 50 conversations in three years to make a sale or would you like to bring it down? And we don't want it to come down because the market got better. We want it to come down because our sales skills got better. Because when the market gets better, it's going to only ramp you up faster. So what is your tone saying to your prospect? What is your tone saying to your prospect? Is it saying, hey, I'm super green. I'm a salesperson. I want your money. Or is it saying, hey, I'm here for you. I want to know about you. I'm interested in you. I want to help you see the reason why you reached out to us in the first place. Tonality is so crucial, right? Inside the conscious communication method, we teach you how to work on your tone. When do you need to be a little skeptical? When do you need to be a little bit more empathetic? When do you need to be a little bit more assertive? When do you need to shift between the tones? When do you need to be just neutral? When do you need to be excited? When do you need to be a little bit lower, right? All of those play a huge impact on your prospect. And if your prospect starts to get triggered with conscious communication, which we also teach inside the Real Estate Sales Academy, if your prospect starts to get triggered, you're going to hear a change in their tone. So tonality works both ways. And not only it works with how you are perceived by your prospect, but once you train your ear to listen to the prospect's tone, you'll start to see, wait a minute, there's something that's off. They went from being super neutral, right? Sharing a bunch of information to now they're starting to close off. And you can catch the close before they shut down completely so that you can rework the situation. You can reframe the conversation by asking them different questions. But if your tonality is off, if your questions are off, if your listening is off, guess what? You're going to trigger that prospect. So when you open up a sales call, right? Be more neutral. When you open up a sales call, be a little, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, is this, is, is this just, um, is this, uh, is this Bob? Right now I'm over exaggerating that. But when I make a sales call, I'll be like, ring, ring. And the person says, hello. Hi, um, uh, Bob. Right. They'll be, yeah. Who's this? Yeah. Hey, hey, Bob, this is just Vikram with real brokers. And uh, you recently inquired about my listing on um, on Hope Avenue, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." I was I was just wondering, like, what was it about that property that attracted your attention, or what was it about that 
that that property that made you want to uh, reach out and get more information. And then they're going to tell you something. And you can, from there, start a conversation. See, when you learn the psychology behind the questions you're asking, you learn the frameworks, it allows the conversation to be very unique. It allows you to talk to the prospect in a way that they feel like, wow, this person really cares about me. It allows you to connect with them, right? Rapport isn't necessarily about, oh, we both like to go to Hawaii. We both like to, you know, go jet skiing. We both like to go cycling and go to the gym. Nate, that's not necessarily rapport when it comes to business when the person hasn't agreed to work with you. That's not what they care about. They care about, do I trust this person enough to share with them the things that matter to me that are important about my life, that is important about me making a big, huge lifestyle change, is this the right person that I trust? And when they trust you, they will share with you everything. They will cry with you. They will tell you everything. And when they tell you that, you are in rapport. When their walls go up, you can ask them about the dog. Look, when their walls go up and they're like, oh, call me back. Oh, well, yeah, hey, uh, let me let me ask you real quick. Are you going biking this weekend? They'll be like, dude, we don't want to talk to you anymore. So all of the rapport questions, right? Find the commonalities, the 15 minutes that you spend talking about their kids, the 10 minutes you spend talking about their trip to the Cayman Islands, the 10 minutes you spent talking about the birthday, right? All of that stuff doesn't get you closer to actually making a sale. And if you're listening, you'll hear their tone shift. And when their tone shifts, that's when you got to realize, okay, hold up, hold up. Something happened here, right? You could have the greatest YouTube marketing channel and you could have thousands of inbound, thousands of inbound leads, people that are excited to talk to you. If you don't know what to say, those inbound leads are just going to be like the internet leads. Oh, these leads suck. YouTube sucks. Instagram sucks. They, they, these people, oh, these people, oh, these people, oh, those leads. I guarantee if those leads go to somebody who's consciously communicating, that's listening to their tone and listening to your tone, they're going to convert those people into appointments and they're going to be able to see if they can help them or not. So are you consciously communicating with your prospects? Are you consciously communicating with even the people in your life? Are you listening to the tone of your husband or wife? Are you listening to the tone of your children, right? We all know how to communicate. We all know how to be empathetic when somebody's grandma passes away. We all know how to be excited when we get a big commission check. We all know how to be sad. We all know how to be neutral, right? We all know how to be needy. We know all the different tonalities. We have them. We've had them since a kid. Mom, 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 can I get ice cream? Mom, 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 can I get ice cream? Mom, 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 right? And mom's voice is like, oh, leave me alone. And then you kind of calm down. You're like, mom, please. And she looks at you and she sees your puppy dog eyes looking up. Big lip curled over. Mom, please. She's like, all right, fine. Let's go get you ice cream. Don't eat sugar though, you guys. You know, maybe once in a while, but like, you know. What is your tone saying to your prospect? Do you know? How is it causing them to feel? Do you know? How is their tone in response to what you're saying, right? What is their tone's response? Do you know? A client that I had when I first started working with him, right, came from a different country, really nice guy, but his tone was 
so happy and excited 24 seven, right? And he kept saying, Vic, I have thousands of people in my database. I said, dude, you have 15, 20 deals. You don't need to buy another lead for five years. Thousands of people in his database. He was doing like two deals a year. And when we started working together, it was like, what's going on, bro? It's like, I don't know. And then we started listening to the way he called people. And when he would ask for appointments, he was so needy. It was like desperation spewing out of his mouth. And he couldn't afford the program, right? Like I, I told him, I said, you, you can't afford to work with me right now. You have zero dollars. I didn't say it like that, but it was like, you got zero dollars in your bank account. Like you got credit cards racked up. He's like, I can't afford not to work with you. And I'm like, fair enough, right? Racked up his credit cards. We figured out a payment system that worked for him. And it took him a long time to unlearn all the bad training that he had for a long time, right? And he bounced around from one sales job to another sales job to another sales job, right? And everywhere he went, they taught him the same thing. Be super excited, right? Let the prospect know how excited you are. Find the common ground. Figure out if they like sports and you like, you can say you like the same sports team. He said one of his, one of the, one of the salespeople that he worked with told them, if they like sports, you like the same team. Like, dude, how do you manage all the teams that you're lying about? He's like, I don't know. It didn't feel right. I said, what'd you do? He said, I kind of did it. I said, how'd you feel? He said, kind of scummy. He said, why do you think people hate salespeople? Because we don't know what we're causing the prospect to feel. If you feel a certain way, they do too. So what's your conscious listening say about the prospect? Are you bringing up the walls of resistance? Or are you helping them bring it down so you can get closer to them? Is your tone triggering them because it's too aggressive? It's too needy. It's too excited, right? Is it always curious? I had a client. He was always curious. I'm just curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm like, bro, you're so curious. You're like the curious cat that got burnt all the time. You're, you're just pushing people, pushing people, pushing people. You're pushing them away. You're pushing them away, right? How come you never get past the opening sentences? You're saying the right thing. How come you can't get past the opening sentences? But you're saying it the wrong way. You sound needy, right? And then every line you say, I'm curious, I'm curious, I'm curious. The prospect knows you're selling something. They know that you're off. They might not know why, but they know you're off and they don't trust. And because they don't trust, they don't get into rapport. So I appreciate you and I can't wait to see you again soon. 